All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre-Show. Well, let's just get right to it and play the clip of, this is from the Sore Losers podcast yesterday. Oh. I haven't heard it yet, but apparently Eddie and Lunchbox got into a big fight, which is no new news. <laughs> that, to me, wasn't the shocker. Right. How long's the clip, Ray? 15 seconds. And it's these three, they do a sports show. What was the fight about, Eddie? Uh, I'll tell you. It was, uh, we're doing a fantasy football league in the, in, for the podcast and where we get all our listeners to join in, and it's a way for us to interact with them. Lunchbox wants to bring his whole family in and let them in. That's like two spots that How many spots have. the league total? 48. Yeah, and I had a problem with it. I'm like, why are you letting... And then he's forcing his brother to be in my division, and I'm like, don't force that on me. You're being a bully. That's right, the fight. Let me, let me hear what's happening. It's Coach, it's not fun because this is your family involved. That's it. Eddie, they do more work for the show than you do. Got him. Wow. All right, well, I'm, okay. done. I'm done. I'm done. Goodbye, everyone. I mean, Coach, that's just the truth. Eddie turned his mic off. Wow. It's the truth. Do you want to turn your mic on and talk it out or no? That's it. That's all clip. I mean, you, you that hear that kind of low, That was kind of a low blow, though. You do, they do more work than you do. That wasn't even about the Fantasy Football League. No, we, it was in reference to the Fantasy Football League because it's a website that we've never used. And my brother had uh, played in a league on this site through his work. So he helped me set it up. He helped me get the whole league running, and so I felt like, you know. Is that Eddie's fault, though, to use against him? Well, he's saying, you know, he doesn't help. I'm like, well, he I did help. Anything. He, I what I'm <laughs> saying, what I, My whole point was, without my brother helping us, we wouldn't even have a league. And so I felt like putting him in, no, no big deal. But I will say I didn't quit. I came back. Well, I, what, quit, I quit for about five minutes. What was it like when you were... Quit. Show get better or worse. It was. It was. It felt good. Yeah. I was like, you know, ah, freedom. Like I can. You start your own sore losers. I thought podcast. about it. What happened was I started doing. I started doing sore video er, work. Sore losers. Oh yeah. I started doing video work while they were still trying to carry the show on. So I didn't go anywhere. I just kind of turned my mic off, mm -hmm. and I could just hear them trying to explain my side of the story, and it was all wrong. So I was like, I can't quit. I gotta get back on. What's the root of why you were upset? Uh, One sentence. About uh, lunchbox being a bully. That's it. Just being a bully, forcing his family in the league, and then just a bully, regardless of family, regard it's just that lunchbox. And what, what was the one sentence that you're upset? I was upset because I thought my brother was instrumental in getting the league running, and so I felt like that you know he should have a spot. And Eddie was just forcefully no, no, no. So I thought it'd be funny for them to have a rivalry and put him in his league and put him in his division. And to be fair, that was one sentence. It was a sloppy run-on sentence. <laughs> But there's a long. lot of commas and ands in there, but that was one sentence. And how yeah. did we resolve this? We made up. And and surprisingly, Lunchbox apologized. He said, I would like to apologize, and I'm sorry I, I said that. He said he didn't mean that. And this is one thing he did say. He said, I got caught in the heat of the moment. That's weird to me. Isn't that used in a like a different reference? No. No. You're saying like he anything. wants to have sex with you? No. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. Heat of the moment can be any time <laughs> okay. that something is okay. just. <laughs> like you got caught in the heat of the moment quitting. Maybe that was there your you fantasy. Go, thanks, I thought he was like, man, we got caught in the heat of the moment. There was no moment. <laughs> Lunchbox. <laughs> but you're okay. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Right? We made up? Yeah, we Are made up. Are you my friend? Oh, yeah, I'm your friend. Okay. You, yeah. you guys don't even look at each other. He doesn't look at me. He won't. Well, it's hard because you're sitting right next to me, so I have to turn my whole body to look at you. Oh, All right, kids. Yeah, Ray, who, uh, if you had to pick a side, though, which one who, who you picked? Um, I was right right down the middle, but I believe the root of it was Lunchbox's brother is very good at fantasy. There's a lot of money at stake, and Eddie was upset that his brother was going to be in Eddie's league, and Eddie probably wouldn't have won then. That's really what it was. But now <laughs> see, and that's why I decided to come out of my retirement because that's that was <laughs> how much does the league cost to get in? Hundred dollars. Five million. Yeah. 
No, really, how much? Hundred dollars. Wow. Times that by forty-eight. It is winner take all. No. Oh, oh, oh no, Bobby no, no, wants no. in. Bobby wants <laughs> in. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Bobby, you can't take up a listener spot. No, no, no. No, this is Here's different. The, we wouldn't oh, have that. No, no, no. We wouldn't have that podcast if it wasn't for Bobby. Listen, That's uh, instrumental. Here's the thing. I don't want to I don't want to be a part of it. Okay. But I am good at fantasy football. In seven seasons, I won four championships. Is that right? I'm like Al Bundy. <laughs> is that right, champ? Let's go four touchdowns <laughs> in a single game. <laughs> All right. I'm glad you kids are, are back together. Yeah, we're good. Amy, what was You the, want Bobby in your division? No. <laughs> no, I do not want Bobby in my division. <laughs> what was the email, Amy, that your your school sent about your son? Oh, they just, I got an email yesterday and it said, hey, Amy, your son came into the spirit store this morning and wanted to buy a hoodie with $1 in his hand. I told oh. him I would email you to ask permission to bill you since he was cold. <laughs> Is this okay? And I thought, oh my goodness, I saw him grab a dollar bill and put it in his backpack but I didn't know what it was for, but it was because he wanted a hoodie from the spirit store, and I just thought it was super cute. He I, thought it was a dollar. He thought that's what it cost. <laughs> yeah. That's so He cute. went in like, all oh, I'm here to buy a hoodie. Here's my money. Take it all. <laughs> and so, yeah, they billed me, and he got a hoodie. And I, then I also felt bad that he's been freezing cold at school every day, and I didn't give him a jacket. That's what I took, that he's freezing, and mom wouldn't take care of him. <laughs> I know. Trust me. There was all kinds of things I felt when I read it, but... Mostly that it was precious. Ray, let's play voicemail number seven um, before we get out of here and get to the show. Here you go. My grandma lived in Villisca, Iowa. I visited her a lot. And back when we was kids, this is back in probably, oh, in the early 60s, none of us kids would go by that house at all. We would deter the block. Yeah, all kinds of crazy stuff going up around there. Lunchbox, you do not want to go to that house, then it, it is not a good place to go. Do not go to that house. Thank you very much, Bobby. Listen to you every day. Thank you. That's the Axe Murder House. How many days, Raymundo? 47 days. Until Lunchbox goes to the Axe Murderer Ghost House. It's a different one. And that yeah. guy did sound very knowledgeable, so that tells you that it's not a safe place. We still haven't committed to sending Lunchbox with someone specific, right, Scuba? Nobody in particular, no. Okay, we will. By 15 days out, you'll have your person. Like, like <laughs> who is this person going to be? We don't know yet. He's so scared. We don't, we don't know yet. Yeah. Like, I mean, all these listeners, I'm like, but you guys could be crazy too. You could kill me in the axe murder true. house. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, uh. get going to today's show. Thank you, guys. Enjoy. What's happening, guys? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Welcome to Thursday's show. Uh, yesterday, I guess last night, I had to do, take a first lesson of scuba diving. I did it in a pool last night. And let me tell you, I hate it. Oh, you don't like it? <laughs> scary? What? Why? What is it? No, no, it's not scary. I mean, I was in my pool. So anytime I can <laughs> put my feet up and, and get up, I don't like it. You can put this thing in your mouth. And it's only in your mouth. I'm just not a water person. Hmm. And then it's cold. I was shivering. And it was like... 80 degrees outside, and the guy's like, why are you shivering? <laughs> like, kaboo-boo, cold. Yeah. It's just a lot. It's a lot of gear. I don't like hobbies, and it just won't be a hobby, but I don't like things. I don't with a lot of gear. Hmm. Yeah, things that take a lot of preparation, Duh. it's hard, yeah. 
I like to take a basketball, hop out on the court. <laughs> I like to get a set of golf clubs, put it on your shoulder, go out there and hit some golf balls. That it's intense. Like shout out to all the scuba divers out there. There's a lot of training, a lot of buttons on that bed. Like in out. Oh really? Your lungs. You have to. You don't hold your breath under. It's completely counterintuitive. So. Yeah, I had to train for an episode we're doing this weekend in Seattle in the ocean, and it's going to be cold there. Yeah, much colder than your pool. Much colder than my, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't love it. Didn't love it. So that's what I did yesterday afternoon. And I thought it was only going to be an hour, so I ordered some food. And about 20 minutes into it, I was still dry. And it takes about 45 minutes for Uber Eats to deliver to my house. And so I ordered some food, and I was like... That's the sound I make whenever I order food. Oh, yes, yes, of course. And so the food... the food comes and then it's sitting there outside because I'll just drop it off at the house and I can see it and we go on for another hour and a half it was a two and a half hour lesson I thought it was only an hour <laughs> and you can see it I thought it was like time. a training session at the gym <laughs> you're like gonna take a snack break yeah I got a, a gluten free cauliflower crust pizza from True Food and it just sat there and I watched it and I kept going and I kept thinking the last thing we were gonna do is the, the end and he was like okay and that's how you do your regulator on this. And I was like, all right. And I start like walking toward to get out of the pool. And he's like, all right, next. <laughs> we did a lot of crisis stuff. Like if things are underwater, what happens? You That that mouth thing that blows all that air goes, you know, it blows out. You can just like sip on it underwater, which is crazy. Because you can just put your mouth up and go, not in it, just to the side of it. And that, that air is so strong, it overtakes the water. And you can just suck in the air oh, really? from outside the tube. Anyway, the whole thing's weird. I don't love it. I don't love it. How much time you have on a tank? Do you, t- you talk about that? Like how much time you got to live? Nope. I don't think it's maybe you did. Issue. I don't know. <laughs> you were thinking about your pizza. It's yeah. <laughs> probably a lot of stuff I didn't remember because I was like, she would like that pizza. <laughs> so I did that yesterday. I'll say this too: we have the, the the B team, the listeners of this show, are just on our side so much. What happened yesterday was. They announced, maybe the day before yesterday, they announced the radio winners, uh, award nominees for National Radio Personality of the Year for CMAs. And we were not nominated, which wasn't a deal to me because you can only win every other year, and we won last year. So I never really thought anything about it. And I was watching people fire off messages at CMA, at the other shows. Oh just And I am so appreciative that you guys are that loyal to us, but we couldn't win it. We won last year, and so you're not up for it the next year. So... Thank you. Love it. Thank you for the passion. This A plus can't get enough of you guys. So, and I hope you feel that passion back towards you guys. And I'm not even saying it was bad. Like, let it rip, baby. Oh. If, we, if we ever feel like, if you ever feel like we're getting screwed over, let it rip. Mm. If for some reason, you know, I get fired one day, protest outside the station. <laughs> but in a nice way. I'm not telling people how to protest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying they're going to fire off messages. Um, yeah, but I just really appreciated that. So that happened yesterday. I'm going to get into the Dancing with the Stars list. Yeah, saw they, that. They announced all the people that are going to be on the show, and some of them have reached out to me already. One of them I've been talking back and forth with a little bit. Just like, hey, here's some, oh. here's if you need anything. Because when I was on that show, Drew, the property brother Drew, uh-huh. was a, a line that I had. He was like, hey, if you have any questions about anything, let me know. Because he was similar to me where... A little gangly. He's pretty athletic, but not a dancer. And so I used him, and I had uh, Jana Kramer I talked with a mm-hmm. bit. And then I had Lindsey Sterling, who ended up being a trio partner. So I had this group of people that I could lean into when that show got to be just a bit too much for me. So I, so I, 
last season I did that with James Vanderbeek a little bit. It's kind of like a fraternity, that show. And so I've been talking back and forth. I think you'll like who I've been talking back and forth with. Well, when are you going to tell me? Uh, later on this morning. Okay. Later on this morning. I can wait. I so. know who it's not. Who's There's it? someone I saw on there. I'm like, oh, well, that's someone Bob would like to talk to. Who's it not? Carol Baskin. It's not. I know. Yeah. <laughs> right? I know. How awesome would that be? Well, That'd but be now that y'all no, are in the now, same fraternity, yeah, but now maybe she I'm, will. I'm less interested in talking with oh. her. Why? Because now everybody's going to talk with her. She's on Dancing with the Stars. Oh. Oh, they do that press line, right? Or they do like a, Yeah, she, of yeah. course she has to be open for... You wanted it to be special. Got it. Mm-hmm. I wanted our first time to be special. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm just going to be like somebody else. So, yeah. That was it. Listen, I still love that show. I was a little disappointed I didn't get to host that show because they told me if when Tom retired, it was going to be me. And then when it wasn't, I was like, well, that sucks, but Tyra's going to do a good job. But yeah, that was definitely a little... I didn't mention it then because I was off the air. You know I was irritated about it, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't mention it then, but I, I get it. I, I mean, listen, I love Tom. I was just waiting for him to retire. I didn't know they were going to fire him. He's Him and Ryan Seacrest are the best hosts I've ever seen at anything. Like being able to watch them in person... Like Ryan and and they're both they're slightly different, but Ryan Seacrest can get on a prompter and read a thousand of them exactly perfect in the exact amount of time, and then walk to his next job. Mm. It is amazing. He's like, all right, let's do it again. Where I think I'm really good at being off a prompter, but I can move off prompt a little bit. I can be kind of funny, but you know, Ryan is just the best I've ever seen do that right at it. And then Tom Bergeron is on it just quick. So anyway. All right, let's go. You ready? Anything yeah. you want to say? Well, I think you're the best radio host <laughs> I've ever seen. Well, I'm not as I'm not fishing for compliments. <laughs> I know you're not, but I, I don't I, think I'm the best radio host because I'm uh-huh. not good at radio that she's but ever seen. That she said. I've ever seen. Yeah. Oh, we haven't seen that many in person. <laughs> 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 All right, let's uh, get going. I mean, you can go from one segment to the next. I mean, just like click. Sure. And you're and quick. And then play songs, like, yeah. quick. I don't even want to yeah. play songs. You can <laughs> ramp up songs. With you guys. I don't even want to play music. I would like to come in and play no music like the old days yeah. and just talk for hours. And I think ratings will be better in most places. However, we have new stations that come on, and they're like, we can't, and I understand what they're saying. They're like, we can't just take a talk show when we take on. But I, I, in my heart, believe if this was just a talk show, the ratings would be better than they are now. And the ratings are great in most places. Good to great, depending on where we are. We're in too many places for them to always be great. But if we just came on and talked, we would get in our groove quicker. We used to do that. We used to walk in, I'd have a pile of freaking stories or things I wanted to talk about. And every page was something else I wanted to talk about. And I would just go through them four hours later. Although we do a five-hour show now, that's probably a little too long. (laughs) I like to do about a three-hour talk show. I wonder if anybody from iHeart's listening right now. (laughs) Dear iHeart... I like to do a three-hour talk show. No music. Enough with the music. We've heard it all before. Beer trucks. We get it. (laughs) Occasionally, there's a good one slips in there from Morgan Waller and Luke Combs. All right. I'm on one this morning, I guess. Some days I come in and I feel it. (laughs) Amy, anything you'd like to say? I'm good. You put me on that. I know. Sorry. What what do we need to do next? Probably Um, play a song? Let's play Florida Georgia Line. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. I love my country. Bobby Bone Show. All right. First up is Trevor from Nashville. Amy, in regards to Sashira having a TV in her room, I think it'd be kind of smart to just get one of those smart plugs 
that you can turn on and off from your phone. Uh, that way, you know, you can kind of control that and whatever she can and cannot be in her room. Love the show, guys. What do you think about that? Oh, I never even knew that was a thing. Okay, I'll look into it. Are you thinking about letting her have a TV now? We're not there yet. I'm not ready to even lean a certain way. I am considering what she has presented. I just know the drama it's going to cause with our sons, so we'll see. Well, one shouldn't be, one shouldn't not get something just because the other one. I get it in other things in life, but the TV, I'm just not ready to see where that could go. And I'm a parenting expert. You so. are, yeah. <laughs> sure you are. You should write a book. <laughs> Here you go, number two. Hi, a longtime listener and huge fan of the show. I'm wondering now that Eddie is back from coronavirus and school is back in session, if you could please bring back the Spanish word of the day. Thanks. Well, we can do one today. I don't Come know on. if we'll bring it back every day. But over to producer Eddie with the Spanish word of the day. I'm always locked and loaded, boys and girls. So here we go. The word of the day is loose. L-U-Z. You know what that means, Bones? Loose. Oh. Come on. Loose. Is that the... Uh, it's either a color or the moon. Moon. No. Close. It's light. Loose. So oh. let me use that in a sentence. I saw the loose. I was <laughs> baptized by the fire and the touch and the flame in your eyes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. Yeah. Loose. <laughs> loose. Loose. Yeah. Like loose? Like said it's like all, loose? It's, it's pronounced like loose, like loose, like foot loose. I got one. What? Yeah, so by the way, this mor- uh, tomorrow morning, Thomas Rat will be in to perform Be a Loose. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I have a lose them up, lose them up, lose them up. What song is that? Light up. Light em up. Light em what up. song is that, though? I don't it's know. It's just in my head. What? There's somebody. Light em up. Light em up. Now I can't think of the song. Oh, Fallout Boy. Yeah. No, Morgan Wallen. Oh. Fallout, Fallout Boy. What song are you singing, Bones? <laughs> Why would I think of that? No. Morgan Wallen. Yeah. Light em up. Light em up. It's line em up. <laughs> That's why I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I thought it was light em up. No. Oh. Oh, my God. It, now. It's now pour it, me, pour me another drink, cause I don't wanna feel a thing no more. Hell nah. I just wanna sip till the pain wears off. Pour me, pour me another round. Line them up. It's line them up. Line up, line them up. Not line them up. <laughs> well, that's why it didn't make sense to you. I had the lyrics wrong. Okay. Uh, this next call is from Chicago. Morning, studio. Long time listener here. One of my best friends who I met after I moved to Chicago a few years ago. Shout out Big 95.5 told me after the fact that for my birthday, she called the show to ask for a birthday shout out for me. Since I've met her, I turned her on to the show and we now talk about it almost every day. So Bobby, tomorrow is Sarah's birthday and I'd love to return the favor and get her a shout out for her birthday. Happy birthday, Sarah from Chicago. There you go. You got it. Nothing for me to do right there. Have a birthday, Sarah. Let's do another one. Hey, studio. Um, I just have one question. Um, I know you haven't done it in a while because people, not everyone was in the studio, but now everyone is back in the studio. Eddie's back. Everyone is there. So can we need a little rendition of the Tuesday song next Tuesday? Thank you. Mm, we, we Sometimes we forget. Yes. On the podcast, what's cool about the show is that when we're done, we keep going. Even though we get off normal airwaves, we keep going, and then you can listen to the post show on the podcast. And every Tuesday, we do a Tuesday song. Does that post show still go on the front of the podcast? Mm-hmm. So still post show pre show. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I listen back to it and I'm like, all right, let's just get to the show. <laughs> you're like, because you did it, so you're probably already tired of hearing it. No, I think everybody's tired <laughs> oh, okay, of hearing okay. me sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I listen to the show and I'm like, I did not get the appeal of me. 
Um, okay, let's do one more. Here you go. This is Larry from Missouri. I was calling to say I love the show. No road truck driver. I listen to you all every day. Y'all get me through a lot of stuff out here on the road. But I do have a question. I was wondering, because y'all are always talking about shows that you all watch and love. I was wondering if any of y'all have checked out Cobra Kai yet. All right, well, you all have an awesome day. The Karate Kid spinoff is the number one show on Netflix right now. Really? Called Cobra Kai. You've started it? My husband did. I've dabbled. I was in the room for, you know, 10 minutes here, five minutes there, and not good. He, it's It was a show made for ne- uh, YouTube, YouTube TV. at the beginning. Yeah, and mm-hmm. now it's over to Netflix. Uh, anybody else seen it? I've seen the first episode when it was on YouTube TV. Did you like it? I loved it. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm maybe you just didn't like Karate Kid, Amy. I, you know, my, yeah, because my husband really likes it, too, and he's going to keep watching it. And I was like, this is one you can watch on your own. <laughs> But yeah, all the Karate Kid people from the movie or some of them are in it and they're older and they've got parents and then there's kids. So I thought, oh, well, maybe you and the kids could watch it together. They may like it. Uh uh-uh. uh. It is not appropriate for kids. Really? Mm-mm. Okay. No way. I-, I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I got I back think. into Last Chance You, Lainey. Mm. Just want to finish it. It gets a little better. And Caitlin likes it too because she's a big football fan. I'm so jealous of her though because Oklahoma football starts two weeks before yeah. the SEC Arkansas football does. And they're playing Missouri State and out of conference school. And we're on in Springfield, Missouri, and love Missouri State. But, you know, when you're a Power 5 conference and you're playing Missouri State, that's a nice little powder puff game. We have no powder puff games in Arkansas. We are the powder puff this year. Let's be honest. (laughs) For everyone else. We're only playing SEC schools. And but I'm just jealous because it's two weeks before we get our opener. Oklahoma gets theirs. What the crap is going on? All right. Um, what are you watching? Anything? Oh, we went back to Bloodline. Like, that's what we've been watching together. Because we abandoned that. We did that segment. Even the segments helped me. <laughs> we did that segment of shows you've jumped ship on. Yeah. And Bloodline came up. And I thought, and I know Caitlin liked it. Yeah. So I thought, well, we need to give that a go again. So we're on season two of that. The you- Boys comes out tomorrow, maybe, on Amazon. That superhero show. I love it. I'd yeah. probably want to have to watch by myself, though. That and Umbrella Academy, I have to watch by myself, too, because... Kaylin didn't watch the first seasons of that. Yeah, see, that's what happened with me. Yeah. Guy in Florida goes fishing, and he caught a 70-pound catfish, which, not on a trot line, but first of all, on a trot line, it's massive, but to catch it straight up is insane. Wow. Most of the biggest catfish that we ever caught were on a trot line, where we would take, and, you know, overnight, you make this little line, and we would do it in a way, because we didn't have a lot of money for a fancy trot line. We would take old, like, Pennzoil bottles, the big ones, cut the bottom of them off, Hmm. so they'd float and then you hang a line, hook, chicken liver, or whatever you're going to use. And the next day you go up and you pull them and you check the lines. And that was usually where you get the, the bigger catfish. This guy was straight up in a boat and caught a 69.9-pound catfish. The guy that had set the record was last year at 69.3. He had to be like, oh, crap. For a year. But there's a picture of it. I mean, the thing's massive. It's almost as tall as he is. I would hate to be underwater and come face to face with this thing. Yeah, it looks like a like a villain in a yeah. in a Dory Dora <laughs> Finding like, Nemo. Finding, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like a villain in Finding <laughs> Nemo. Uh, Lavon Nowling was out on the Yellow River, and he reeled in a monster flathead catfish weighing sixty nine point nine pounds. Sixty nine. Yeah, nice. <laughs> You're the one that did that, Amy, oh of gosh. everyone on the show. It was well, here. I also just watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No. Oh, yeah. You, you haven't seen this. Are you going to watch the second one? No, not yet. 
69. Bodacious. <laughs> I saw a story about The Rock, Dwayne Johnson. You know, he bought the sports league. He's in, in, in this group of people that bought the XFL. You see that? No. But they, they went and bought it because okay. they were coming back, but then Corona shut it down again. So him and another guy's uh, group of guys went and bought the XFL. And I was reading the story about him and how he has in his in his office $7 framed because that's how much money he had in his account whenever he was cut from playing football. Oh, wow. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Before he was a movie star or wrestler, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, played football for the University of Miami in the 90s, even making a run at the Canadian Football League. And he said that he keeps the $7 in a frame. I keep a picture of my hometown street sign in a frame. Not the not with my name on it. That was way later when they put that up. <laughs> but it says popula- Mountain Pine, population 772. And so I keep that. And then I have an old box of the first ever Jordans that I could afford. Because I always had to buy shoes from yard sales as a kid for school shoes. We'd go to yard sales. I'd try to find the shoes that had the least amount of wear on them so they would look new. And sometimes I'd find some really good ones. Later in life, I do have to say my mom got a credit card from JCPenney. And we would go and put shoes on, on a credit card. But, you know, for... A long time it was going to yard sales. So whenever I was probably 23, I could afford my first ever Jordans and I bought them and they were white and I still have the box and I keep the box and just be, just because I like to look at it and go, man, like that meant something. So uh, but good for the rock. I like that stuff. What do you think about that? I think it's awesome. I don't have anything like that. Like, well, what, what can I hold on to that will help me appreciate? We do that with my husband for the when he the propeller went off the airplane and he had to land it on water. We keep the money that was in his wallet from that controlled landing. Crash. Also Amy's husband crash. had to crash a plane into a yeah. lake. It was crazy. So fuel in a airplane is dyed. So that way, if it ever is in the water, they know where it is. So it was dyed blue. So when the plane hit the water, uh, my husband just had to get out and go to shore. So he left everything behind, including his wallet. And when the divers went down to get the plane after it sunk, they got his wallet and his money had turned blue from the dye. And we keep that. We don't spend it. And I, I want to frame it and do something cool with it. But it's a reminder of kind of what he survived and went through. I remember Amy coming to me going, hey, Ben was in a plane crash. And I was like, what? She goes, oh, he's okay. And I was like, wait, what, what? <laughs> Double what? And she was like, yeah, this propeller flew off. He was flying in the mountains and had to land in a lake, which yeah. is nutty. And I, I tell you, I don't think I'm strong enough to, to leave my wallet. I think it'd have been like, hold on, hold on. Let me jump out of here. Let me be sure to get my wallet. <laughs> That's got my car. That's got my credit cards in there. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 second skinny. More performers have been added to the ACM Awards. Eric Church, Kane Brown, Luke Bryan, Dan and Shay, Florida Georgia Line, Mickey Guyton, and Morgan Wallen will all be performing. It's happening September 16th on CBS. Darius Rucker loves that his son also loves to golf. You know, having my son be a golfer and love it the way he does is so amazing for me because... You know, we could do it for the rest of our lives. We could play from different tees and, and, and different handicaps, but we could play together, you know, as long as we could physically play. So I'm just looking forward to those times with them. In the times we've already had have been amazing. Dirk Bentley shared that the Hot Country Nights are getting a 10-episode mockumentary series on the streaming service Quibi. More details will be available soon. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. 
A tree trimmer in Missouri stopped at a gas station to grab something to drink, and he's walking out of the convenience store, and he looks down, and there's a wallet on the ground. He's like, man, I should pick that up. He picks it up, and there's $700 in cash. Wow. He's like, I got to get this back to the owner. And he goes in the gas station, hey, is this anybody's wallet? Nope. So he pulls out some cards in the wallet, and for two hours, he drives to different addresses that he found in the wallet, found the dude's mom, and was like, oh. and gave it to the mom, and said, hey, I found this wallet at the gas station. I just wanted to show you there was good people in the world. Didn't leave his name. So the owner of the wallet goes back to the convenience store, gets a picture of his license plate from the security footage, tracks him down, and thanks him in person. With that low reward? <laughs> no. And see, okay, okay. I, I know this is telling me something good, but he drove around for two hours just to tell him, hey, there's good people in the world. I think he was hoping for a little cash reward because there was $700 in there. Well, if he was hoping for it, he just could have taken it. Mm. But it's weird the guy would have done all the work to find him and track him with security footage, not giving him 50 bucks. But maybe he needed all that money. Regardless, that is a good story. The guy didn't have to do it. He could have kept it all. And that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Sarver, Pennsylvania. A 30-year-old man was 270 miles away from his New York home, and he didn't have a ride. And he sees an unattended school bus. He's like, you know what? That could drive me 270 miles to my house. So he stole the school bus <laughs> and drove it all the way home. And his neighbors woke up the next morning like, huh, school bus, Pennsylvania <laughs> license plate. And they called cops, came back stolen. Guy was arrested. And he didn't make it all the way home, though. He made it all the way home because <laughs> there was no kids on the bus or anything. It was yeah. just a bus. So people just thought it was a bus driving. That's funny. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. In about 30 seconds, we'll do Elder versus Millennial. But let me take a second and say that tomorrow, Thomas Rhett will be in studio. He's going to bring his guitar and play whatever songs we ask him to play. So Thomas Rhett tomorrow... On Monday, it's Labor Day, but we'll have a special of some of the greatest live performances in Bobby Bone Show history. Awesome. Yeah. And then Tuesday, when we're back back, Clay Walker is going to come in and play. Same thing. He's bringing his guitar, and I said, hey, I'm a big fan. Will you play five songs that I want to hear? And he's like, yeah, sure. (laughs) So Clay Walker comes in on Tuesday's show. So pretty good next few days. Always check out the podcast. If you missed any of the show, we'd appreciate that. Let's play Elder versus Millennial. Eddie's the oldest. Morgan number two is the youngest. They answer questions about each other's generation. Let's introduce our players. He's a dad of four. They call him the Hispanic who don't panic. He loves pizza. He loves beer. He's Corona free. So no reason to fear. It's producer Eddie. Love that. His opponent. She runs our digital. She used to go out to the bar, but now she parties from afar. She's always in a good mood and loves her dog, and she loves the food. It's Morgan number two, everybody. There she is. Before you yell at me about the food thing, she has a segment called Food World yeah. on the show. Yes, yes. Thank you. All right, my friends. Eddie, I'll ask you uh, first. These are questions that Morgan should know. I have not been playing well, so come on. In 2005, what series of books by Stephanie Meyer was introduced to the world? 2005? 2005. What series of books? Uh, I will say The Hunger Games. Incorrect. It's not Stephanie Meyer. Morgan? That'd be Twilight. Twilight is correct. Morgan steals. Question number two for you, Eddie. Come on. Who plays the maid in the 2002 movie Made in Manhattan? Mm, That would be uh, Jennifer Lopez. J-Lo. That's correct. Eddie. Come on. Whose origin story 
was the CW show Smallville about? Oh, Smallville. Superman's from Smallville, so I believe Superman's origin story. That is correct. Yeah! Eddie with two. I thought Superman was from a planet. Well, his his Earth home was Smallville. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I didn't either. I knew that show, but I didn't know that's (laughs) the name of it. Okay, let's go over to Morgan number two. These are questions about Eddie's generation, which... Honestly, she has it a little harder because sometimes she wasn't even alive for this yeah, stuff. But who cares? Well, at least you've been alive during her stuff. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Okay. It does matter. That's a valid point. <laughs> and I still suck at this game, so okay. whatever. Ready, Morgan. Yeah, I'm ready. Theo, Vanessa, Rudy, and Denise were all names of the kids on what 80s TV show? Theo, Vanessa, Rudy, and Denise. Here is the theme song to the show. Here you go. You're looking at the sky. You're trying to feel it. You're trying to see what's happening in the credits right now. I'm just hoping something kind of pops in my head, you know. It's not. What do you think? Saved by the bell. Incorrect. Eddie, you can steal? I know it, but I don't know if I should say it. (laughs) (laughs) It's the Cosby show. That's correct. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, Eddie also makes a South Park reference in that scene. I know it, but... I don't know if I should say it. Um, Morgan, over to you. All right. Which television series created by Matt Groening made its debut in 1989? It's the longest-running series in the United States. In 1989. Nothing else? You got nothing else for me? (laughs) I'll play you two seconds of the theme. The Simpsons! (laughs) (laughs) You should be proud of yourself for getting (laughs) out. All right, three to two. Uh, Eddie's up three to two. Morgan, if you get this, we go to sudden death. Okay. What famous square puzzle toy made its debut in the 1980s? A square puzzle toy. The only square toy I know of is a Rubik's Cube, and I think that's a pretty old toy, so Rubik's Cube. The answer is Rubik's Cube. Oh, that's right. Okay. Morgan was born in 1993. That's pretty good. Eddie, I'm going to ask you three questions. <laughs> Come on. How many you get out of three? Let's go. I These are back into this. Morgan's generation. Born in 1979, Eddie. Let's see how many questions you get. Viral star Antoine Dodson advised you to hide what? Uh, I'm sorry? Viral star Antoine Dodson advised you to hide what? Uh, hide your uh, your mom. Incorrect. Hide your kids, hide your wife, <laughs> and hide your husband. Yeah. That, Eddie. That was a goodie. Okay. Throwing bands is a reference to bundles of what being thrown? Throwing bands of money. Correct. Sending two texts in a row without a reply in between is known simply as... St- uh, uh, what? What, say that again? Sending two texts in a row without a reply in between is known simply as... Uh, extra. Incorrect. It's double texting. Oh Eddie gosh. got one... Well, in- that's pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> well, then why didn't you know the answer? Double texting. I'll remember that okay. next time. Morgan, okay. you have three questions. Here you go. Complete this 80s public service announcement. This is your blank on drugs. This is your blank. This is your blank on drugs. War? <laughs> nice. What? Good answer. No, what would you say? She's like war on drugs. No, no. It's oh. brain. This is your brain. And they crack an egg. egg. 
Oh, yeah. Now that's how I remember yeah, that. Yeah. I, yeah. Hey, Morgan. Gary Coleman had a catchphrase. What you talking about, Willis? In what TV show? Here's the theme song. Here you go. The world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born. Anything, Morgan. I want to say Steve Urkel, but I don't know if that's the name of the show. Or if that's even right. Your answer is? <laughs> and what happened was, Ray just played the name of the show and the theme song. Oh, wow. And you weren't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, family Matters. Incorrect. It's different strokes. You need this one just to stay in it. Here you go. Where is the beef was a famous line uttered by an old woman in what restaurant ad. Here is the clip. Where's the beef? An old restaurant? It's a Hail Mary. You got to hit this to stay. Ready wins. I mean, that's Arby's slogan now. I don't know if that's what it is. Arby's is we got the b- meats. Huh? We got the meats. Yeah. McDonald's. Burger King. Mm. Answer. <laughs> Answer. <laughs> Burger King. Incorrect. It Dang is it. Wendy's. Wendy's. Oh. And there's our winner, Eddie. Yeah. Nice job, Eddie. I needed that win. Thank you, thank you. Now it's six to six because we played a ten. I'm telling you, man, I needed that win. You guys send us a lot of emails asking for advice, and sometimes I like to read them back to the show. Let's open up the mailbag. Bobby's mailbag. He says, "Good morning, Studio and Bobby Bone Show. My name is Robert. I have a parenting question. So I remember growing up, my grandparents were always allowed to punish me, just like my own parents would." That includes getting spanked, which rarely happened, thank goodness. I was talking to my wife about that, with my wife about that, and wondering if we would ever give our parents or siblings permission to punish or even spank our kids if they were watching them for us. I said yes, I'd see nothing wrong with it. However, she was not into the idea as letting someone else spank our kids. Would you let another family member spank your kids within their own judgment if they were looking after them for you? Did any of your parents give free reign to any of your family members to punish or spank you? Thank you, Robert. I'll go first. I don't have kids. I'll just tell you my story. Before I'm not going to give my feedback. You can do that. Um, I was, I had permission. Anybody could hit me. Like it was, a, it was a village. It was raised by a village. My grandmother, neighbor, anybody was allowed. If I was bad, to spank me. I don't know. That was the best parenting technique. Yeah. But I, all the time, ants. Didn't matter. If I did something that got me in trouble, it was, well, my grandmother raised me, though, for years, too. But it was, all right, go get a switch. Go pick one. Then I picked the smallest one and show her. Then she'd <laughs> tear me up with it. Um, but I was punished by in, in a group setting. But I don't have kids. Amy, I'll go to you. What do you think? Well, I was spanked only by my mom and my dad. And that's it. So, and I would say the same for, for my family. We've, we don't spank our daughter. We've never had to, uh, with our son we have before and we're moving away from that a little bit, but I would only want it to come from me or my husband. Nobody else. No, not your sister. No. And trust her. I trust her, but that's not her. What about me? That's not her Sometimes role. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Bobby comes in with a switch. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, for him, they were spanked at the orphanage. You know, my kids. Really? Uh, wow. Well, yes, but only by Papa Pierre. So, like, the, the nannies didn't do it. It came not from women, but from a man. So, with my son, it actually is more effective 
if it's my husband. And it really has been something that worked for us because that's how he was already raised in a sense. But with our daughter, it hasn't been a thing at all. And now she's 13, so we wouldn't do that. But I I just couldn't see anybody else in my family giving them, even if I trust them or not, putting that responsibility on them. It's a heavy thing and it should, yeah. I, I mostly put on my husband anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> Banking's a weird thing, right? I mean, when and I- I really never thought about it until I got way, way older. And I was like, I used to just get hit yeah. like, with anything. Like extension cords. Oh, my yikes. grandmother would grab anything. Yeah, extension that's... cords, uh, fly swatter. And if I was real bad, she'd pull the fly swatting part off. And just, oh my gosh. Just whoop me with the, the hangers. What? It, we That- that wouldn't necessarily fly today. Plungers? Yeah, yeah, probably that not today. That wouldn't fly today. Or is it flying and we just don't know about oh, it? Oh, I'm sure it I is. think part of it was because I grew up in a really poor area where nobody really cared about us that much. We were just being spanked. But that just the whole... <laughs> yeah, if I came on here right now and I was like, man, you know, my kids were awful last night. I just took the extension cord to all <laughs> like, yeah, That would be... You're right. Uh, I mean, You're right. That, that would... And also, we recognize, too, that we're... We're saying this in jest, but that is the that is happening to some kids, that's and that's point. really like, sad. That is happening. And, it's and was scary. it sad when it was happening to me? Yes. It feel sad to me because I was living it. Yeah. What do you think you'll do when you have kids? Um, I think they'll be so well trained that they'll never trained. have to be punished. Oh, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Your kids are going to be perfect. I didn't think about that. Yeah. They'll be so well trained. <laughs> there'll be no punishment. That's what we needed. do. We train our kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm trained and disciplined. So I'll, I'll probably won't need it. I'll probably just give them a stern look and oh, then they'll yeah. understand. Uh, Eddie, you have four kids. What's uh-huh. happening with you? So I'm like Amy. You know, me, only me or my wife spank our kids, um, our biological kids. We can't spank foster kids. We don't do that. And, and, and Wow, really? No, and we don't even, if we do have, I've only had to do it twice, but if we have to spank our biological kids, we have to really separate them all so that way the foster kid doesn't even know that's happening. Very, it's very weird. So, how do you scold your foster kid? Timeout, so, and, and again, timeout can't be in, a, in, oh, a, can't in, be in another room. Yeah, it's got to be on the steps where we're we all are. Mm-hmm. You know, so just away from where the activity is happening. Like if we're all in the living room, then you sit on the steps right there. We can still see you, but you're in timeout and you can't participate. We call that time in. Time in. You can start. Our we learned that from a. a our therapist. Okay. If you want to take that, and well, then they feel like they're still in with you, but they can't move. They don't feel abandoned. It's effective. They definitely do feel like something something different is happening. Like, okay, all right, I can't be part of this this party or whatever, and I'm in trouble. But uh, and and then as far as like my grandparents, uh, my my parents, uh, I would let them. They ne- I don't think they would. My parents, my parents spoil my kids. Like and and my wife's parents, I don't think there's any thought of disciplining our children. They're just kind of like, oh, they can do whatever they want. They're not our children. But I would give them permission if, if they asked. So, Amy, no. Eddie, yes. I would say yes if it's one super close person that they're staying an extended amount of time with. Let's say if they're staying a week with them. What if they were, I could spank them, could I? Your kids? If they were staying with you a lot. Yeah. I would just hate for my kids if they were to exist. And then <laughs> if they were somewhere for a long period of time and they were used to being spanked as disciplined and then they were never getting disciplined because, oh, doesn't allow. Yeah. Well, I can already tell you they're not going to – they'll probably be like, yeah, bring it on. Let Amy spank me because that's what my son does. Anytime it's either between my husband or me – and it's been a while, but let's just say in the beginning when we had a spank. If I 
would spank him and then say, you know, well, dad will be home. Do you want me to just wait? He's like, no, can you just go ahead and do it and get it over with? Because <laughs> he doesn't I, want dad doing it. Yeah. Because I'm pretty weak. You guys can it. call and leave us a voicemail. Leave it up there. 877-77-BOBBY. I'm going to go, yes, it's okay if it's somebody you super trust and are super close to. Eddie says yes. You I say, say no. no. I think no. it's all per parent sure. and per kid anyway. Yep. Yeah. But all right, there you go. 877-77-BOBBY. Thank you for that mailbag question. I think a lot of people probably wonder the same thing or experiencing the same thing. And I'm glad we got to talk about that. Morgan, if people want to send us an email, what do they do? Mailbag at bobbybones.com. All right, close it up. And that was Bobby's Mailbag. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Amazon says the FAA has approved Prime Air, which is drone deliveries. Small packages. Uh, I think that'd be great, except when we confuse a drone delivery for, instead of dropping something off, it's somebody spying at on us. Yeah. Well, we um, won't be able to tell the difference. I, yeah. I mean, but don't you think when they're dropping off packages, they're spying anyway? Uh, true. Dang. <laughs> you know Amazon's like, yes, two for one. Yeah. I, I, listen, practically speaking, it's amazing if they can get things, if they can give me my ping pong paddle and balls faster because <laughs> I just ordered a new ping pong table, like let her rip. Yeah. This will especially be cool because they're going to be able to go to low population areas and the packages will have to weigh no more than five pounds, but that way it can just get there without someone having to drive all the way out there. My ping pong paddle should come in today. And I was inspired by Amy getting a ping pong table because she got a nice one. And so I ordered me a Razorback ping pong table. Oh, nice. I didn't realize they were going to have to hand make it though. And they did. And it finally came in. It's set up in my house now. It's pretty amazing. And I'm not even a big ping ponger, but I was at Amy's house the other day playing her husband. I, it's I put, fun. I put it on him pretty good. Was he mad that I came over and dominated him in all the games? Ooh. I don't know. His home court. His home court. I know. When I left, I felt bad. I told Caitlin, I was like, you know, I would not lose on purpose. I said, but, you know, I went over and we played shuffleboard and I won and then I played ping pong. I was like, ooh, if someone came to my house and beat me in all my stuff, I would not be happy. (laughs) I mean, he hasn't said anything. Yeah. Uh, but you know, my son, it's weird. He's really good at ping pong. I feel like this could be... Are you be- sure? Because I dominated no, 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 him too. No, no. I took down yeah, all the Browns. Yeah, they, no. It was one after the other. I was like, next one up. <laughs> okay, he's 10. But he plays every day. He's it, It's new. And he makes contact and gets it over. And I keep thinking, like Forrest Gump or something. Is there... Do, should, do we have potential? Could no, he practice and get so. better? And like, is there competition? Well, yes, he can practice and get better. But hey, don't believe the hype. He's not that good, guys. I <laughs> yeah, dominated right. him. Yeah. I took that 10-year-old and made him look 10. You know okay, what I mean? Whatever. All right. All right, what right. else? Well, Bobby, this should make you feel good because the era of the phone call is over. According to a new survey, the overwhelming majority of people would rather have you text them than call them. The only exception is people over 55. I hated that era. The phone call era? Uh, the phone call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a miserable. I'm still in it. I guess entire, I'm 55. Entire miserable time for me. Just text me. Just I send voice memos a lot. We just push the button and talk into the phone. I like to send them. I don't like to get them. And when, pe- when I send them to people, they think they have to send them back to me. Oh, I mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, you I don't. I text you. Yeah. But some people, I'll go, especially if I'm driving, I won't text while I'm driving. So I'll just hit the button, talk into it. And then they'll send me one back. And I'm like, I don't just write it. Wait, <laughs> why do you get to send and not receive? It's just what I prefer. But why? You could just listen to it. Then you have to read it. I'm a, I'm, I just don't like I don't know why I don't like what I like. I don't like mayonnaise either. You want to yell at me for that? I can't. I don't know why I don't. Mayonnaise is good. Okay. Yes, I do want to yell at you for that. Uh, last but not least, Scotty McCreary is encouraging his fellow North Carolinians to audition for the upcoming season of American Idol. He's hyping up the auditions because they're coming to his area in like a week or so. 
I'm still waiting to see if I'm going to be a part of that show. Nothing yet? Oh, I kind of brought up this story specifically to see if you would make the announcement. <laughs> got, I love Lens? when I have breaking news in my pile. No, there's no breaking news. Oh. We're okay. just sitting there going, we've told them what I can do and that I really want to be a part of the show. And they've said, we want you to be a part of the show, but we don't know if you can do it at the right time. So we're trying to figure it out still. Well, if you're in North Carolina, auditions are September 9th, and you can check out American Idol. No, 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 not in North Carolina. See, I'm going to step in and, like, I'm part of the show. Thank you, Bobby. They're they're not in the states. They're coming to North no, Carolina not. via all. The, they have state days where you can if you're from North Carolina, you can audition on this day online. Ah, got it. They're not doing anything in person. So glad we have an insider here. I promise I wouldn't share that. I'm not part of the show yet. That's free. <laughs> well, then, to see when your state there is you go. going there to go. be featured for auditions, go to AmericanIdol.com slash auditions. All right. There you go, Amy. Thank you. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So I want to shout out to the residents at Buckner Villas in Austin, Texas. That's a senior living home, and they are getting ready to send out 800 holiday stockings to troops deployed overseas. And I mean, they're way ahead of it. But hey, you never know with shipping. And I'm just glad they're on top of it. They're also doing handwritten Christmas letters. They partnered with Operation Support Our Troops. And inside the stockings will be candy and snacks. And I just feel like it'll brighten service members' days. Well, I'm glad they're sending them now because the mail kind of sucks right now. And totally. where they're sending them probably overseas. Really Do you think USPS is going, they may not get them till Christmas. Yeah. That's an awesome story. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Before we get over to the investigative morning corny, let me mention that tomorrow, a new episode of my music podcast called The Bobby Cast. It'll be out. It's all the new music from the week. I pick my favorite releases of the week. And this week, I'll be talking with Richie McDonald, the lead singer of Lone Star, about just one amazed and how that song, not only a huge country smash, but internationally, it was a massive pop song. And so at one point, he talks about how he was driving down the road and he heard a weird dance version of it on the radio. <laughs> and he's like, he hears this song, you know, baby, I'm a man to do. And it's like, unza, unza, unza. and he's like, what the <laughs> crap is happening here? So it's, it's fun. So we, it's a very music-based podcast. Every Friday, we put an episode so you can subscribe now. Last week, I had Tracy Lawrence on, which was fun. So the Bobby cast, check it out right there. All right, let's go over to Amy now and get on the investigative morning corny. The morning corny. What do you get from an invisible cow? Let's figure it out, guys. What do you get from an invisible cow okay. and go? A see-through moo? A moo moo? Something beef? Clear beef? What, what's see-through? Clear. Uh, glass. Glass cow. Milk. Is that a country glass cow? Skim no. milk. Glass cow. Like, okay, that's, <laughs> that's too far. That's, that's a city. That's too what much. A city, yeah. Um, clear milk. Clear. Let's, let's focus on clear for a second. Okay. Clear. Glass. Glass moo. See-through moo. Window. Window. Window cow. Window. Window shop. Window milk. What do you get from an invisible cow? Get oh, milk. From, okay, so you get milk from a milk. cow. What do you get? Okay. Okay, okay so okay. you get milk. You, Clear uh, milk? 2% milk? Okay, okay. Now, now, now you're on it, Bones. Something like so that. Some, skim. Skim milk? Um, Clear milk. Oh, white milk. Ray, do you know it? White you're milk. laughing. Oh. No, you guys just sound like the three students. Thirty seconds left, guys. A see-through cow. What there's, do you get from an invisible cow? 
Invisible. See-through, clear. Ghost, ghost milk. Ghost milk. What can you see through? Clear. Air. It's invisible. What do you get from an invisible cow? Milk. You get... It's something milk. You get... What kind of milk? Chocolate milk. Uh, skim milk. Magic milk. 1% milk. Lactose-free milk. 20 second. Hidden milk. I don't understand the invisible milk. I mean, I can't think of anything funny out of this. Yeah, I mean, is that... Oh, oh. that's time? Oh, my, <laughs> what is cool. the other timer? I don't know. I hear buzzers going off all over the room. I thought we had more. Um, we didn't get it. Dang. Womp womp. I Invisible know. milk. All right, go ahead. The morning corny. What do you get from an invisible cow? What do you get from an invisible cow? Evaporated milk. <laughs> huh? Dang, we went and danced all around it. Wait, but do y'all, y'all are guys. Y'all are guys. So I don't maybe, know what that is. I don't yeah, know what that is. Okay, I don't that's get the it. problem. Can, right? Yes, they sell in evaporated milk at the store. Like, you just didn't know it's a thing, but it's a thing, well, so I thought you funny. ask questions when we know the thing. <laughs> well, I can't help that you didn't know. Eddie knew it. He said it's in a can. He's I'd right. I've seen it before, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, we stink. Thank you, Amy. Mm-hmm. You win. So on Monday, we talked about the story in the news where a husband found out his wife had a secret bank account, arguments, and ultimately a divorce. So, Lunchbox, you called the bank? I called the bank, and I feel like I was a rich dude, and I wanted to hide some money from my wife because she, you know, gets her grubby hands on there. I got to protect my stuff. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> here is the call. Jason Gibble here, businessman making business deals, trying to get that money, and I'm trying to open a separate account, you know, so my wife doesn't know about this money. Okay. Do, do you have separate accounts? You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to protect that money. You got, you, you, like, you feel me? Uh, no, but everybody has different. So. And then also, like, I was wondering, like, is this going to be like, um, we do this offshore? No. If she finds it, then she can go, she can just drive down there and get it. Or, you know, if that, you know, Mr. IRS calls, you know what I mean? Like, I want him to not know about that either. Well, this is a federally regulated bank, so they're going to know anything that's going on. Well, what if we, we, I mean, I got a boat, we can go out in the water, then, you know, it's like out, you know, offshore. <laughs> Sir, we don't do that. Well, I'm trying to protect, I'm just trying to protect my, you know, my, my stacks of cash. Okay, well, open a bank account and put your money in there. Yeah, how do you want me to bring that in? You want to bring a suitcase, wheelbarrow? How do, how do I bring it in the lobby? Well, you don't bring it in the lobby. You, you can, is this a prank call, sir? <laughs> hey, you there? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you there. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, Eddie, here's my idea. Okay, this let's hear it. I'm going to make a pitch to you here. So, you know, we sit around and think of a lot of these prank calls. Uh, here's the idea. Is that Eddie Jr., your <laughs> my 12-year-old, 12 12-year-old, calls a liquor store to ask him <laughs> what they recommend for his upcoming secret birthday party. This is funny. <laughs> oh, so he's going to have his little voice. Yes, yes. Hey, excuse me. I'm having a birthday party. I'm, uh, I am don't want my dad to know. Like, what alcohol do you recommend? Looking for something cheap and looking for something that, you know, will make me drunk quick okay. or whatever. <laughs> so, so he doesn't want to buy it from them. He's just asking for advice or should is he? All. Uh, all and, of it. And at what time should he come in to be able to okay. get some? Wink, okay. wink. <laughs> All right. Here, here's the thing. Okay. My son gets embarrassed really easily. Okay. I don't know if he's going to go through with this. I will ask him. I love the idea. Okay, but you would let him. Absolutely. This is a great idea. Okay. Wouldn't it be funny to have Amy's son do it too? Yes. Is 10. <laughs> How much for alcohol? <laughs> he would totally do it, right, Amy? I mean, I think so. I, I'll, I'll see what Is that bad do, parenting, but, but you guys will no, no, do no. this? It's a joke. We're teaching him about prank calling. That's good. If it weren't for prank calling, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. I used to prank call Randy Rainwater on 1037 The Buzz. 
They would do this show in the afternoons. I love sports talk. It was in Arkansas. And I would call that, and I would, we would sit in the dorm, and we'd come from all four rooms and bring our, our cordless phones, in the, and we'd all sit there and call. And I'd get on, and, and we'd all get on back to back to back to back. We'd try. <laughs> and they'd go, oh, 1037 The Buzz, welcome to Drive Time Sports. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm just wondering, have you guys seen my wiener? And then I'd stop. <laughs> Randy's like, oh, And God. they'd be like, he'd be like, we don't need it. <laughs> We don't need it. We're not going to have that anymore. And then he'd go, let's go to the next call. And it'd be one of my buddies just sitting there lined up. And he'd be like, let's go to uh, uh, Trent down in Carlisle. Hey, man, I just wondered, I have seen that guy's wiener. And I was just. <laughs> and then what would Randy say? We don't. We're, no more calls. And then the third, he'd they, take the they, third they'd call. They'd shut down the calls. They'd shut down the calls. And so then, and I, listen, I loved Randy Rainwater too. Like, I love that show. That's why I wouldn't mind sitting a whole listening to it before I pranked him. <laughs> and uh, once, they, we got so bad at prank calling that show that they said, okay, no calls this week. No, for the whole show, no calls. <laughs> and so we called and be like, hey, we want to do it. And they said, well, let us call you back so we know your number. Oh. And then we know you won't prank call us. And I was, I was like, great, call me back. It's my dorm number. What are they going to do? <laughs> so they called my dorm. I was like, yep, I'm right here. I'm ready to go. And they were like, all right, let's go over to, to Willie in Sparkman. Uh, Willie, what's up? Hey, uh, last week there was a guy looking for his wiener. I have it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they could do nothing. What are they going to do? Call me and put me in jail for prank calling? And then they started tracking the numbers like on caller ID. Oh we go God. to pay phones. We were driving all across town. Well, you you had them. We were, were, they went one step. We went two. We were waiting on them. Oh, yeah. man. That's a part of life, man. Frank Collins a part of life. Loved it. <laughs> yeah, I did too. Poor Randy Rainwater. I think he's still on the air right now. We should prank him. Oh, oh gosh. Do it one more time, Bo. <laughs> Just for old time's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Amy, that's great. It's Throwback Thursday. <laughs> Randy's like, we're not having this. I can't believe 30 years later we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my stomach hurts from laughing so hard. Okay. All right, is it creepy or okay to marry your stepbrother or sister if you met as a teenager? A little creepy, but not totally weird. What? Because you're not because <laughs> you're not really related. You're not. So I mean it could just be that's how y'all met. It's unfortunate, but <laughs> So a professional racer from Portugal proposed to his stepsister. <laughs> and she said yes. <laughs> Now, on How, the, it's weird because of the word sister or brother, right? Right, but it's But step. if you're 17 or 18 and you start dating someone just then, like let's say you just met her then because their parents met, it's still creepy on the surface because it just seems weird, but it's not wrong. Right, it's not. <laughs> the father of Miguel Oliveira married... Andrea Pimenta's mother when they were teenagers, almost immediately the kids started a relationship that they didn't talk about for decades, not publicly. Miguel confessed, we grew up together and realized it was more of a friendship. It's very strong love. Last year they went public with their romance and are now engaged to be married. His father shared the awkward news following Miguel's victory last weekend on the race course. He said, quote, I'm happy that my son is getting married to the woman of his life. Oh. Creepier, okay. You have to pick one, okay. Well, let's just. Well, awkward. With the dad described it well. It's awkward, but we're gonna do creepier, okay. And you have to pick one. We're gonna go to everybody here mm. and take a take a poll. Creepier, okay. Amy. Okay. <gasps> wow. 
kidding. You had creepy as an option, you know. I know, but I would. <laughs> I know. I okay. feel like it's awkward, but it's okay. okay. Okay, there's one check for okay. Eddie? Creepy, man. There's a lot of people in this world, and you're going to pick that one? Like, come on. Creepy. Right. There's one what if it was your wife, the one, the one you're married to right now? What if her mom and your dad ended up getting together? Yeah, and you were exactly. 18, though. So you would you... just be like, oh, I really like him, attracted to her, but oh well. I can't. I just, it'd be like, okay, she's she's hot. I do like her, but I can't. It's okay. too close to home. Okay. What if your parents and her parents ended up marrying now, older in age? Yeah. That's and- different. You're still, why? still why? married to your stepsisters. Then they would be the creepy ones. Okay. Would it? Yeah. yeah. Then no. they'd be the weird ones. Like, guys, we met first. Don't be weird like that. Okay. Uh, okay or creepy? Lunchbox. 100% okay. I had a buddy that his <laughs> his dad married a lady that had a daughter at 13, 16. They started hooking up. Ugh. They marry? No, they didn't marry. They're just kind of hooking up in the middle of the night and going to her room. Okay, this is getting creepy. That's, all right. That's, no, it's 100% I told okay. You it's creepy. Morgan. Yeah, this happens in uh, Gossip Girl, the TV show, and I t- totally think it's fine. There's three votes. Okay. Hey, Mike D, yell from your corner. Creepy. Mike D votes creepy. Good one, Mike. Raymundo? Okay. In 10 years when their marriage is amazing, you ain't gonna remember their steps. Scoop Steve? If I were younger, I would say yes, depending on how hot she was, but as an adult now having kids, I think it's very weird and creepy, so I'm gonna go creepy at this point. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just... Lean toward okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> like just one hand. Over yes, there. I mean, this, like it's a slight V8 lean. No. No. Uh, but okay wins five to three because they were teenage, late teenage. That's tough. It doesn't feel good. Just in case you guys are wondering, my vote. I don't feel good about it. But I, that, that's but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, love is love. Yeah. Eddie said he saw a hit and run yesterday. Oh, yeah. Right yeah. in front of me. So I'm driving. I'm leaving work. I'm driving. And it's a two-lane road, you know, so two, two of us are going one direction. And on the left lane, this big old truck hits a car. Boom, right in the back, destroys the trunk. And I hear it, and I go, I slow down to kind of see what happens. And while I'm looking, the truck just cuts me off, almost hits me, and just peels out and starts hauling down the road. Mm. And I look over the car, see if they're okay, and they're just kind of like with their hands up, shocked with their phones in their hands trying to call the cops. I said, all right, you you handle the cops. I'm following this truck. Oh, so I, hey, I'm in the Jeep. <laughs> so I start going, start following this truck. Guys, this truck is passing cars in the turn lane, like going on the opposite direction. And I said, you know what? After 30 seconds, like I can't keep up. I can't handle this. And then the car that got hit passed me. So I said, all right, it's your deal. You you deal with it. You saw oh. the car that got hit and then chasing the truck? Yes. Oh, and I, I was 30 seconds into my pursuit, and I was like, you know what? It's my son's birthday. Like, I need to be home and get home safe and yeah, not deal safe. with this. That's, if I'm thinking someone is, something's making them scared where they need to hit and run and leave, like, who knows what else they have? What yeah. if they have a gun? Oh, I just think they don't have insurance, because a lot, growing up, we didn't right. have insurance a lot, and I was, they were like, hey, oh. if you ever hit somebody, just run. <laughs> Wasn't the great, best <laughs> idea. Right. Yeah. I get it, but I mean, you don't have insurance. You hit drugs. a car. And now you're putting all these other people in danger while you're trying to escape the the scene of the accident. I mean, I don't understand that mentality. Like, it, it was good for you though to not because what are you going to do if you catch them? Really, except call the cops. Call the and cops. Tell. Describe what they look like. Get a, but you could have hit somebody. Yes, and I killed know. somebody. I know. But so, and, and let's be real, my jeep couldn't really get, catch up. It's not fast enough. Did you call the cops? I did not. I felt. I Wait, felt you didn't even call the cops. No, because I felt like the people chasing them, they were already on their phones. They were dealing with it. And plus, I'm one person, Bones. I'm gonna call nine one one on one hand and then follow the 
perpetrator. You went for 30 seconds. It's not like you're driving all across town. Perp. I have this problem with feeling like other people have it taken care of already. Like, I don't like calling cops for some reason. Well, no one likes to have to call the cops because it's never well, a positive situation. Eddie, I hope if you see something really serious, you don't have that mentality. Like when I see a car accident go down, I'm always like, oh, yeah, there's people dealing with it. I never am the one to call the cops. And I feel like I should change that in my life. Lunchbox, what would you have done? Listen, Eddie, you gave up like a sissy, dude. Like <laughs> if you're going to be a good citizen, you're going to start pursuit. You got to go after the guy and you pull out your camera and you start videoing. That way you but have not the, while you're driving fast. Oh, no, no, no. Listen, cops have dashboard cams. This is your dashboard cam. You got it in your right hand, left hand on the steering wheel. So you got license plate, everything. You got the car and you see all the other violations they're committing. So these charges are racking up. You are a terrible citizen. You would have got a reward, I bet. Exactly. You, you would have got yeah. a key to the city. Wow, really? yeah. Yes. If I had your own day. Dang. Dang, it would have been Eddie Day today. Like, if that was me, <laughs> trust me, that guy would be on the side of the road and we'd have a citizen's arrest. You're oh. all talk. You think Get you'd have pulled here. him over and jerked him out? Oh, for sure. Cut him off <laughs> right in front. And then how do you cuff him? <laughs> run him into the ditch. You run him into the ditch, and then you got something in your car, take off your shirt, use it as a tie. <laughs> Women can use a bra. I mean, there's all sorts of things <laughs> you can do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm into Take this. my bra off and, <laughs> and use it as a handcuff? Absolutely. Okay. Huh. Hey, but you know what? You Next do, time, you know, huh? Next no, time. no, there is no. You're going to hide. You're, you'll hide, man. Oh, I'm too scared. What kind He's of going truck 25 was it? Miles it was like a dually, white, uh, like a Whoa. Ford white pickup truck. Wait, you weren't fast enough to catch a dually? Exa- no, 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 he, was, no, no. Oh. Cody wasn't fast enough. He was scared to go after him, <laughs> is what it is. I'm on your side, Eddie. Thank but you. I would have called the cops. I did this one time in my life, and the cops told me, just stop chasing them. I'm like, okay. Never did it again. Oh, now he has a story where he did it where he chased him. That was like 15 years <laughs> yeah. ago. All of a sudden, he was bright, big, bad Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, you two. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. something good. So Misty Bird is an art teacher, and she overheard one of her students talking about how her mom was really sick and needed a kidney, so... This teacher just said, well, let me get tested. Maybe I can Mm. donate my kidney. It was a match. Wow. They successfully, you know, had the the transplant, and then they became friends. So this happened a while back. They're friends now, and now they're like, how do we pay this forward? They've found now a single dad who is in the same situation, needs a kidney. So now they started a Facebook page, and they're saying anyone who has typo blood, either positive or negative, can help out. So, I mean, they they helped each other out, and now they're like, all right, how do we get this data kidney? And they have a Facebook group called Finding a Kidney for Jason Eagle Eagleson. His name's Jason. Oh, that's his nickname. Uh, the Eagle. 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 The Eagle. That's a long... They should make that little name a little shorter, though. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I mean, like, kidney for Jason. That's a great story. Kidney for the Eagle or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forget. Do you know your blood type? No. I why do why mine. me too? Why is that something so important we cannot remember Don't about know. ourselves? I've got it told me about ten times. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think I'm X. Because I'm like, <laughs> that's not that's not a blood type. Oh, but I'm, I'm thinking Z. like if I had, if I saw that on Facebook, I wouldn't even know if I could I help know. because I don't know my blood type. Yeah, I don't either. Because Eddie's like, if you're O positive. <laughs> I know, we're, we're not even going to try now because we don't know. <laughs> all right, that's a great story. That's uh, what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What'd you do for your husband's birthday last night? We went and had dinner at E3. Like, got, got steaks. That's Aldine and Luke Bryan's restaurant? Yeah, I had never been, but it was really good. Yeah? So Were they there? <laughs> Hi, y'all. What, what, what's a special? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, takes your order. We got fried okra as a special. <laughs> He's yeah. like back in the kitchen and Aldine's in there with his wife beater and his hat, cowboy hat on. He's going, It's the best. Well, yeah. Luke was our waiter and Jason was the cook. Hey, the cobbler's ready. It was crazy. 
That's good. Yeah, no, but just an early dinner and then gifts and cake and the whole thing. And it was fun. When I see videos or like a TV show I was watching the other day where a kid was blowing out all the candles on the cake and then everybody ate the cake. I don't. First of all, I never liked that. Mm. I was very anti-blowing out candles because you spit all over it. But now in Corona world, I don't know that that's going to happen near as much anymore. Yeah, but it was just the four of us. We're all family, so we're around each other, so we can blow on cake. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I still don't want somebody to spit. (laughs) (laughs) What's up with the kids' school as far as what are they doing for coronavirus? Well, I mean, they wear masks and they— All day. Yes, and they social distance. Mm. Well, and they have—some kids have shields, where that clear thing, you know, that you can put on. Uh, And they're—I mean, they're handling it really well. They wash hands all the time. They sanitize with hand sanitizer, and they're on it. Like, I feel super safe with them going. How old's your husband? 43. And how's he feel about that? Fine. Yeah, good with it. Totally. It, well, he didn't say anything yesterday. Yeah. No, I mean it wasn't an issue. So I think that, and I feel like we're both okay with getting older. It's weird. I never wanted to be forty, and now that I'm almost forty, I'm totally fine with it. Well, I can tell you, I just turned forty, and I, I hate it. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I mean, You're doing great in your forties. You've got a girl. It's fine. Yeah, I'm doing things now that most people at 22 did. Oh, like in the relationship. Yeah, but 40's great for you. Listen, career-wise, co- you just got your own TV show. I've been dialed into my own career for so long that that part of me is a bit advanced. The part of me. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That I haven't spent as much time on getting right is now starting to develop, and wonderfully, by the way. Yeah. Well. So, I and I sent your husband a birthday gift. Brought it over yesterday. Super thoughtful. Got a box of. Uh, Pro V1 golf balls nice. and then a gift card to the golf store, which means he should be able to come out and play more. Yeah, he will love that. What is it? What do you mean? Huh? He, can, he should come. Now play. that he has better equipment, he needs to come out and play more and not have to. Because sometimes we'll be playing and he'll be like, I need to call home and see if I need to go home now or I can keep playing. <laughs> okay. What are you telling him, Amy? I, he plays all the time. Normally it's because of if we've got something with the kids. Don't stutter. And we need to help. Or I have to do go do some work. Did you ask him what his pet peeves were with you? Because we had Caitlin on yesterday. Yeah, I tried to get him to reply when we were doing the segment, but it took him a minute and he finally replied. And okay. his text basically said, he wrote back, taking over the bed, scratching your throat. And then he wrote dot, dot, dot. That's number one. What's scratching your throat? I think What's when that I thing? do, like. Oh, yeah. yeah don't do that. I, that, I don't do I've it all the time. I've only ever heard that once, or, and it's now my pet peeve. <laughs> I don't do it. I do it if my throat itches, like. I thought you were doing, like, a pig snort or something. <laughs> what That's, do you do if your throat itches? This? <clears throat> What's yours again? <laughs> I like we're slopping the hogs. <laughs> Is that that? He said that's number one. Okay, go ahead. And then he said, or roller coaster of emotions. Oh. And I thought, oh, my emotions oh, are a pet peeve? Oh, well, excuse me for feeling. <laughs> then he said basically everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said bed, throat, Emotions, basically. Yeah, the throat thing. though, we got to we got to work on. <laughs> that's the one thing that I can vouch for and be like, yeah, that's kind of gross. You just sit in the bed and lighten no. it up. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> that's good, Bones. Maybe I do it in my sleep while I'm taking over the bed. Good. Tomorrow, Thomas Rhett will be in studio. He's bringing his guitar. He's gonna play a bunch of songs for us. So be sure to check that out. Let's do a little show and tell. Amy, you? I have something where this is just a reminder of what not to do to people and then to have grace because there's this couple, they've been married like 51 years and they've lived in the same house and I guess it needs a paint job really bad. And one of their neighbors just left a note on 
their house saying, please paint me. Eyesore. Your neighbors. Thanks. <laughs> that's wow. like a car when someone does wash me on the back <laughs> of it. It's so rude. It's that's so big. rude. That's, that's rude. big. So yeah, the I husband mean. has all kinds of health issues and like a quadruple bypass surgery. The list goes on and on. The wife has multiple sclerosis the last 30 years and they just have a lot going on and they're an elderly couple and for quote unquote neighbors to put that up, how about gather your neighbors and let's love our neighbor. Maybe they Literally. didn't know. They shouldn't have done it anyway. I know they didn't know, but regardless of what you know, you never know. Maybe it was, it's a couple that's totally young and able, but you have no idea what's what's going on in their lives where they can't maybe afford to paint it or have the time to paint it. Yeah. And why not gather a group of people and go paint it for them instead of leaving them a note saying that their house is an eyesore? <sighs> people. <laughs> I bet they feel dumb now if they now know why the house hasn't been painted. Yeah. And I bet the house also gets painted. I agree. Now. That's yeah. what that was the silver lining here is now that it made the news, it for sure will get painted and that's great. And then we also learned what not to do. Eddie, what'd you bring? Uh, I saw a cool story on Facebook. This, these barbers in Nashville who get together on Monday nights and they just cut hair for free for either homeless people or that's people cool. that just can't afford to do um, get a haircut or whatever. But I figure if we talk about this uh, people in other cities get the idea. They're just barbers. They're all volunteers. So it's kind of cool. Nashville barbers. Nashville street barbers is what they're, they're called. Lunchbox, what'd you bring? Doctors are full of crap. Oh, uh, oh. oh boy. Wait, they, they came out with a study that said napping for longer than an hour is bad for your heart and causes heart disease. Get out of here. They did some study where the people that slept for more than an hour in the middle of the day, they were more likely to have a heart attack and die of heart disease. Come on. This is an example of someone who doesn't want to hear the news because they don't like what it is because they're involved in it going, this is not true. Even though doctors study their whole life far more advanced than anything we've done. Yeah, what you I'm just s- talked about this, and now we're seeing it yes, in real life. That's this is it. Cool. Guys, you're seeing it translate right now. What I feel is this is jealousy that they don't get to nap, so they don't want other people napping for long periods of time. Okay. There you have And Bill Gates is uh, conspiracy putting uh, the mark of the beast in every vaccine. Hmm. For sure. So I'll, okay. Saw that on the <laughs> thing, too. Yeah, it's a thing, too. <laughs> hey, Raymundo, did you bring anything? Yeah, they uh, put out the new projected life expectancy for males and females. Oh, nice. Let me guess. Do females live longer? Yes. They're at 80. 80- oh, 80. <laughs> you say 81? Yeah. I heard. I saw your mouth. Dang it. And I already guessed like 87. Males then are at 79? 76. So Eddie's already lived half of his life. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Ray. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. Let's do one more. Morgan, what'd you bring today? Anything? Yeah. I've, I just binged the Star Wars series and. I just saw that the Mandalorian revealed their season two premiere date, and I am so stoked about it because Baby Yoda's coming back. Yeah, coming back October thirtieth on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. There you go. That's show and tell. Thank you guys for your stories. They announced the Dancing with the Stars twenty twenty cast. Amy, tell me what they're famous for. Okay, hit me. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know when they announced me for this show, most of America was like, "Who? Who is that guy? A pirate? Bobby Bones? What is he?" <laughs> On one of those uh, ocean shows. Uh, so sometimes you don't know who they are. But I tell you, this is a good, famous cast. They did good. I think everybody's in quarantine. or Everybody was in corona just begging to get out and do it. Um, Monica Aldama. Is that a, a housewife? Mm-mm. Aldama. That's, that's Coach Monica on Cheer. Oh, I didn't know she... Oh, okay. I didn't know her last name. Uh-huh. Okay. Awesome. I'm yeah, excited about that. She's one. probably going to be so good. Carol Baskin. Tiger King. Yep. Caitlin Bristow. Uh, bachelorette. I don't know. I mean, Bachelor y- and Bachelorette, maybe. But she's the Bachelor of Nation. 
family okay. person. Yes. She was with Sean Booth. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> Chriselle Stouse. Hmm? Chriselle Stouse or Stasse. Mm. How do you say her name, Ray? Oh, it's a girl? Yeah, Chriselle Stouse. Is it Stasse? Maybe. Oh, you oh. watch the show. Oh, is it Vanderpump? Mm-hmm. Oh. No, no, no. It's Selling Sunset, that show that Ray watches. Oh. Okay. And then she's the she was married to the guy from This Is Us, the good looking blonde guy. Who? The brother on This Is Us. Oh, really? Oh, the blonde, oh, yeah, oh, she okay. was married and he oh. apparently he surprised her with the divorce. The actor? Uh Vernon Davis. The ball player. Yeah. 49 oh. Broncos. <laughs> she guess. Good Redskins. Name. Yeah. Sky Jackson. You won't know this one. Disney star. Yeah, yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. Did you just guess? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, Justina Machado. Hint, please. Justina Machado. I don't, it's a girl. I wasn't sure. Okay. Uh, Justina. A pop star? One day at a time, TV actor. Okay. AJ McLean? A uh, boy band? Yeah, Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys. Jeannie May. Jeannie May. Uh, hint? Mm, you're not going to know. I don't know. Host of The Real and Sideline Correspondent on Holy Moly. Okay. Jesse Metcalf. Oh, uh, Desperate Housewives. Way back in the day, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nelly. <laughs> oh, a rapper. Yeah. Or whatever. That's a good get. That's a great get. Yeah, that's There amazing. are some really good gets yeah. on this, yeah. Uh, Nev Shulman. Nev. Oh, Nev. astronaut. No, catfish. <laughs> <laughs> Close. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he created that, didn't he? Charles Oakley. I'm the founder of Oakley Sunglasses. Um, NBA superstar. Okay. Johnny Weir. Didn't he already win the athlete season? Johnny Weir? Yeah. Oh, is he a skateboarder? He is a figure skater. Oh, or s- ice skater. Skateboard. Yeah. Ice skate. I thought he already won. Well, maybe, maybe he did. If maybe he it was did, a, he can't. Maybe it was a different ice skater that won the athlete season. Uh, Ann Hayes. Um, Devil Wears Prada. Hmm. Uh, she was dated Ellen back in the day. She was in a movie. Oh, now I know who that is. Yeah. But I was just thinking Anne Hathaway's in that. Mike, see which figure skater won the athlete Dancing with the Star season? Apollo Ono? No. I thought it was Johnny Weir. I guess it wasn't. Um, yeah, anyway, those are all the... Oh, it's Adam Rapon. They look a lot alike. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, good for them. That's a good show. I've been... Who do you think I've been talking with a little bit? AJ. Nope. He didn't reply to my text. He didn't? I don't know if it's the wrong, if he changed his number, but I reached out to AJ and was like, hey, man, this is before the announcement because we had just heard a rumor, um, but never responded to my text. Wow. Not sure if it's the same number, but go ahead. So it's not Carol. It's not AJ. It's not Carol Baskin. Who? Uh, it's not the Sunset Girl. It's maybe the, the football player? Mm-hmm. No. It's Monica from Cheer. Oh, Coach yeah. Monica. I was like, hey, that show can be a bit much sometimes. Hmm. Um, if you need anything, let me know. She was actually like, oh, I appreciate that. It's uh, blah, blah, blah. So I had people that helped me through. Uh, Drew Scott from Property Brothers helped me through. Jana Kramer and then uh, Lindsey Sterling. But yeah, well, that season's out. It'll be fun. Dancing with the Stars now hosted by Tyra Banks. Runs on Monday, September 14th. There you go. And they don't announce who their, their dance partner is. Until, I don't know who Sharna has yet. Anything? Um, no, I mean, I was, that was going to be my next question, but I guess if they haven't announced that, we don't know. 
You're just staring away from me. I didn't know if you were thinking of something or if I should just go to song. No, I genuinely was curious about who Sharna was going to be with. Thank you, Sue. Tomorrow, Thomas Rhett will be in performing. It'll be awesome. Bye, guys. Bobby Bones. Get your Bobby Bones on. Come on. 